achievers, welcome to Elite Achievement, your go-to podcast for service-based business owners who want to achieve their goals and grow their businesses. Hear inspiring stories from other business owners, learn goal achievement strategies, and overcome the challenges you face when growing your business. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to help you achieve your goals. Together, let's close the gap between the goals you set and the goals you achieve. Hey, goal achievers. How many of you have a reading goal this year? I know I can't actually see you right now, but I bet a lot of hands are going up. The start of a new year seems to activate a desire to grow and improve, and reading, in my opinion, is an awesome way to fulfill that desire. I'm actually coming off of my best reading year yet. I surpassed my goal to read 36 books by finishing last year with 38 books read. If any of my college sorority sisters are listening to this episode, they would be wondering what in the world happened to me. You see, I didn't grow up as an avid reader. I remember reading the Goosebump and Boxcar Children books in elementary school, but once I hit middle school, I was more interested in playing Super Mario Brothers and checking out the neighborhood boys. In college one year, my sorority sisters gave me books for my birthday to inspire my reading habits. I still have some of those books, including the book of Claude Monet paintings, and I even passed along the book of Disney princess stories to my daughter. I started reading more in grad school because we were assigned a lot of books to read and discuss. And then when I started working professionally, I heard leaders talk about all of the books they read. So I started reading them too. I read books such as How to Win Friends and Influence People and Think and Grow Rich and quickly learned that I could share what I was learning in those books during my coaching conversations. In 2014, I started tracking the books I read. I know, shocker, the goal achievement coach is tracking the books she read. And I continue to update this tracking in my notes app on my phone today. I truly believe that leaders are readers and the books you read will influence the person you are five years from now. I get asked for book recommendations all the time, so I thought it would be helpful to share with you some of my favorite books of 2022. Whether you are new to reading or striving to achieve your best reading year yet, I hope this episode helps you pick out your next book. And if you're wondering, I'm an actual book reader. I don't do Audible or I don't do Kindle because I love the feeling of a physical book in my hands and the satisfaction I get from turning that very last page. This means I have a lot of books laying around the house. One thing that helps me plan what to read comes from the Empire Building Podcast, Have a Reading Theme for the Year. I went into last year with four topics in mind to read more about mindfulness or reducing anxiety, growing in business, coaching, and fun. As I share my favorite books of 2022, they are in no particular order. Learning more about myself and why I am the way I am with the hope of minimizing anxiety was a huge personal growth and development theme for me last year and will likely be a longer than one year journey. 
Coupled with starting therapy, I read a lot of books to better understand overthinking and overachieving. An Overachiever's Guide to Breaking the Rules by Heather Welpley is a wonderful personal development book for anyone who wants to understand why enough isn't enough or who wants to move away from perfection. Heather taught me about the difference between our true inner voice and our inner critic. I don't know about you, but my inner critic tends to speak so dang loudly. According to Heather, the inner critic only sees evidence of every part of you that is lacking, and the true inner voice knows you are worthy for who you are and sees many options and paths. Not only did I enjoy this book, I had a chance to interview Heather, which you can listen to in episode 49. Us by Terrence Real is a fantastic read if you want to grow in your relationship. I picked up this book because I spend a lot of time, energy, and effort focused on growing myself and growing my business, and I realized I wasn't as intentional around growing my marriage. Ironically, as I was reading this book, uh, my husband and I got into a huge argument, and I did the exact opposite of the advice offered in the book. Real points out that by the time we decide to speak up, so much has been festering that we speak from a place of anger. A growth opportunity for me is to address issues, disappointments, and frustrations as they are happening instead of hoping they will go away because they don't. And at some point, they come barreling out of me in a really nasty way, which then causes my partner to shut down. I resonate with Real's perspective that harmony, then disharmony, then repair is the essential rhythm of all close relationships. The book will help you understand how you show up in a relationship and offers great advice on how to improve your relationship. A simple takeaway is that intimacy requires vulnerability. If you want to achieve your goals this year, which you do, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, read Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. This was one of those books that was the perfect message at the right time for me. I read this book while starting to navigate a partnership transition for one of the programs I offer in my business. Instead of feeling totally overwhelmed by the how of the transition, let's be honest, I'm still a little overwhelmed, but this book encouraged me to stay focused by remembering I can enlist the who to help with the program. My who includes my remaining partner, team members, mentors, and coach. And I'll likely need to enlist additional who's as we continue to grow this program in the future. I love the concept who not how for goal achievement because how often do we set a goal and then get crushed thinking about how we will actually accomplish the goal. I felt like the authors were speaking to me as they talked about how high achievers focus on the how because they want to control what they can control and that's often themselves. But Sullivan and Hardy share that you absolutely need a who if you are trying to accomplish something new and challenging unless you're fine not getting the result you want. I focused on incorporating fun into reading last year after a conversation with my peer accountability partner. Meredith reminded me that it's okay to listen to fun podcasts and read fun books. 
I don't always have to be working on personal growth or the development of my business. And I have started to realize if I'm falling behind on reading, it's a sign I need to incorporate some more fun. Meredith was right. It can be overwhelming to always read books to get better. I think biographies and memoirs are fun reads that flirt with personal growth or business depending on who you are reading about. I enjoy learning from very accomplished women. Shocking, I know. And last year, I read several biographies or memoirs from women who achieved great things in business. Going There by Katie Couric was the longest book I read last year, coming in at 528 pages. But it was fascinating to have an inside look into her life and career and journalism. My favorite book in this category was Speak by Tunde Oyenane. And I hope I said her last name correct. I watched a couple of videos to get the pronunciation correct. And this was one of my favorite books for several reasons. One, I'm a Peloton fan and Tunde's classes kick my butt. Two, I bought her book after attending a women's summit last summer where I heard Tunde speak in person. And she was just as fierce, energetic, and empowering on the stage as she is on the bike. And I think that the reason that you choose to read a book can amplify its impact on your life. I went into Tunde's book already feeling connected and excited to learn more of her story. One of my favorite quotes from the book is, when your gut tells you one thing and your insecurities tell you another, you have to choose which voice to amplify. About 20% of the books I read last year were fiction, which I'm sure helped me surpass my reading goal. I brought two books with me on summer vacation and finished them both before the trip was over. Give me a cabana, ocean view, and a good book, and I'm in heaven. I can sit there for hours reading. The two books I read were Book Lovers by Emily Henry and The Summer Getaway by Susan Mallory. And they are truly great beach reads if you like a good rom-com. I personally love romantic comedy movies and books. So if you despise this genre, I recommend another one of the books I read for fun, My Friend Anna by Rachel Deloche Williams. This book is based on a true story, so it's not fiction, but the twisted story kept pulling me back in. I read this book after watching the Netflix series Inventing Anna, so I already knew what was going to happen, and I was still intrigued. I was fascinated by the story of a con artist who pretended to be a German heiress told through the lens of someone she deceived. Well, there you have it, friends, my favorite books of 2022. And I have three tips to share with you if you have a reading goal you want to crush this year. One, choose a theme. Align reading with your personal growth and development plan. What are you curious about? What do you need to learn to achieve your goals? What will keep you interested in wanting to read more? Be intentional with your reading and you'll increase the number of books that you read. Two, keep a stack of books. I buy a book when a friend, client, or mentor recommends one and I find it interesting. I'm also a sucker for the table of new releases at any bookstore and love a good Amazon recommendation. 
I like having a stack of books to choose from. So when I finish one book, I can simply grab another and don't have to think about what to read next. A goal achievement strategy is to reduce the number of decisions you have to make. And three, remember that time adds up. 10 minutes here and there can make a huge difference. And isn't this true for most of our goals? It's really all about small steps. Repeat it consistently. As I mentioned, on vacation, I can leisurely read for hours, but my days aren't always vacation-like days. So most days, it's a short 10 to 15 minutes I'm sneaking in to read. I bring a book to appointments and read instead of scrolling on my phone. And some mornings, I sneak in a few pages before my appointments start. And at night, I try to read a few more pages before my eyes fall shut. So choose a theme, keep a stack of books, and remember that time adds up. I hope these tips help you crush your reading goal this year. If you want more book recommendations, check out the link in show notes for my recommended reading list. I compiled some of the best books I've read over the last few years, and they happen to be in a variety of different categories that will help you grow towards your goals. With that, Goal Achievers, keep celebrating your weekly wins, noting your lessons learned, and identify your priorities so you can consistently pursue progress in the direction of your goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on goal achieving and business growing wisdom. If you want my best goal achieving tips and a monthly reminder to check in on your goals, join my email list at kristenburke.com. 